Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly sponsored by the legends at Hunter Valley Promotions on the web at hunterpromo.com.au. They design, manufacture and ship every type of sport uniform you can think of and then some. Shirts, singlets, shorts for your on-field team or for your business. They pride themselves on the best quality, service and price Australia-wide. I'm not going to BS you. I'll tell you exactly how it is. They are the best. They offer speedy, free designs, no hidden extras and delivered right to your front door. Contact my man, Carpy, at hunterpromo.com.au. Tell him we sent you for an unfiltered deal. That's hunterpromo.com.au. Welcome back to Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is the Legends series with Paul Harrigan, part two. We went in Melbourne, we win the series. So they, they won the first game and we went to Melbourne and we won that game and we went to Lang Park and beat them up there and won the series. So I really admire that. Those guys are great. So that, that had a big influence on me. Being in, being in groups of guys who were great athletes but also some amazing um, thinkers because like whether it be Wally Lewis or whether it be Joey and all those type of guys who have no sense of occasion meaning yep. that they don't, Joey doesn't care if he's playing a Cessnock where he grew up or he's in Wembley Stadium he, he just performs yep. and and I think Wally Lewis does the same yep. where he's no there's no nerves or I'm overruled mm-hmm. he's just in that ideal performance state because he he has no sense it just doesn't bother him where everyone else, you know, we're shitting ourselves yeah. uh, before the day and, and all that. So, yep, yeah, there's there's some of the there's some of the players that I thought were yeah really really amazing for the time, and an amazingly talented group at that time. I mentioned the term alpha male, and yeah, the game has changed. Back in those days, and gee, we sound old using that motto, mate. But back in those days, the alpha male in a side had one job to be the alpha male on the field. That meant dominating, controlling, outmuscling the opposition. Mm. One job. Mm. Fair call? Yeah. Look, and I think there's still room for that uh, in our game despite all the changes. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately, um, you, you can still uh, intimidate, I suppose, or yeah. you can disrupt a game um, by that force. Like there's there's the art of rugby league, but there's also you you, you know you can make it really uncomfortable yeah. for everyone to perform their normal duty. And yeah, I suppose you could classify that as a part of a um, a role of a forward, particularly in the past. You know, the first mm. five minutes of every game, they just said, guys, you know, you sort that out, do what you got to do, and let's yeah. get on with it. But yep, I, I, I used to like the saying that um, you know you pull the cat's tail, you get the whole cat, and the cat's pissed off because you pulled yeah. his tail. And and when you're a front rower. You know, uh, or a leader in in that in your mm. team. If someone pulls on or or is running rough shot over someone in your team, mm. it's your duty. You, that doesn't happen. You know, it, that 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 does does not happen. Mm. That's unacceptable. So you got to make sure that no one's intimidated on your team, um, and in fact, um, stop that. Was that role a natural one for you? One you loved, or one that 
because of your physical size, you're almost pushed into. No, 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 no. I, I, I think mate, some of the most tenacious guys or, or the best athletes in the world are five ten. Yep. You know, average size. Every you know, that that was something that was that that come natural. Um, and I think you know every every team's got one, but you, you, it's just nice when you're working when you got when you got a team that. Um, that's got those people in it. Yeah. You know, there's a certain amount of it, and and uh, it, it, the job becomes really easy. And you actually look for, um, you know, you can't wait to play the great teams to, to really test it out. On the other side, um, when that's not the case, it's hard yakka. I you bet know, it on, is. You feel like you're kind of you're fighting a losing battle, and it's pretty hard mentally to to try and keep up that motto. You know, the biggest issue with the alpha male is there's always one on the other side, and it was inevitable that the two meet on the football field for you. Did you make it a personal challenge? It was obviously a physical challenge, but were you able to make it personal to extract the best from yourself? Probably not. No, no. Um, no, I, don't, I never thought about it too much because with with Spud and myself, mm. um, he he. I, I was just playing football. He made it a mark. I'm 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 gonna. So we were playing a city country game, I think, at Illawarra, and it was rain, and he was mouthing off and carrying on. And I'm going, who, are you? who's this fella? Yeah, you know, and and um, it just kept going on and on and on, and you know, he's tackling hard, so I tackle him hard back, and um, yeah. So basically, that went on for years and years mm. and years, and uh, when he's when he's um, you know, mainly the boys are winding him up all week before, and then yeah, we, we just end up having um, some great clashes and he never disappointed me and and um in the sense that he was always up yeah he was always 100 miles an hour and it brought the best out of me too so i actually um enjoyed uh, all those clashes got a bit of a sore neck i reckon still from a couple of them but uh yeah no they were, they were great at the time it was war it was legitimate to a degree personal but there was feeling between oh the you two. know i didn't know okay let's get no i didn't but if you're talking the Manly Newcastle days yeah. and me and Spud, mate, as a club, a region, hated each other, polarities apart. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, they they won everything. Um, um, mate, no, we were over them. It was, it was and, and when the time when Malcolm Reilly uh, was coaching us and, and Bozo's obviously coaching Manly, they're great mates and rivals as yeah. well. It was really, it was really great. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, it Spud, as I said, Spud working him up himself up into a uh, in, into a frenzy. Like mm. he, he came out like a maniac, and um, it was really great. But the origins was I just said, "Who's this guy? He's trying to make a point." Okay, um, and I think there for two or three years, every game we played, we fought. We fought. Yeah, we, we we duked it out every every game. It was just on. You just knew that. Um, I just knew there for a while, for a few years, that I'll be fighting him today. Yeah, and um, uh, but they, they had they had this wonderful team, you know. They did, and, didn't they? And as I said before, it's really hard, you know, when you when your um, your role uh, is to is to try and make sure that no one runs rough shot over your you guys, and mm-hmm. you got your own battle. Uh, and and you know they'd, they'd beaten us like eleven times in a row coming up to that grand final. Mm. You know they had it, they won it they won the grand final the year before and yep. in uh, in eighty six. So yeah, it, it gets tough sometimes. 
one of the truly great stories or G-ups, maybe not to you, Phil Gould rooming you together in origin, 1994, five. five. Was it a G-up? Oh, I wish it was a G-up. Did it feel like it? Oh, yeah, mate. No, I was really upset. Um, I was really upset because um, I remember it was like a double blow. In 1995, um, I got ramps to mate, you're going to be captain of New South Wales. That's great. Mm. Congratulations. It's going to be announced tomorrow. And then it, it happens. Um, my name wasn't – no, captain was called out. I rang up. I said, what? Oh, there's been a problem. Uh, next minute, no, I think Freddie – They want Fred, Gus wants Freddie to be captain. And I go, are you serious? You've So anyway, I'm doing all that going, yeah, I'm shattered because obviously um, that's a great um, – you know, that's a great thing to do and always want Wonderful to do it. And then from there it shoots off into other things. Yeah. But um, I go, right, I'm stuffing that one. Then he, <laughs> he comes in and he goes, mate, um, it was Jeff Carr. I said, mate, you and Spud are going to room together. I said, are you serious? I said, there's no way. I said, I'm not doing it. And then ultimately he said, mate, well, okay, yeah, that's great. But are you doing it or you can, you can move? <laughs> we, we, it's got to happen. The ultimatum. Because he said, we need st- stories and it's a good one, you and Spud room together. Um, I still say I don't want to do it because back in those days, we hated each other. Yeah. Um, so he reckons he was sleeping with the enemy. He reckons he, he was sleeping with one eye open. Like our beds were like a foot apart, like Jeez. two two beds. And he's got like uh, um, Spud's got like a foot that's like a size seventeen. His big toe is like the size of a paddle pop. It's incredible. <laughs> And I, I, I was watching him because you, you got to analyse your, your, your arch rival. Yep. He's a ritualistic type of a guy. Like mm. he gets his hair cut at the right time every two weeks, car wash, same place, same time. Yep. Um, you know, uh, he, he, he put his powders that he's, he's got to, you know, like mm. you line it up, look at the time. He's half pulling a chicken breast out of his pocket there, like precisely on the hour to get the protein in. And I said, mate, what are they, the spud thing, what's doing there? He said, well, mate, I, I, I was at a Tain restaurant before a game and I just sort of thought that every spud I eat is like an equivalent to a, two tackles. So I ate a thousand spuds. I think he spewed them all up. And um, so he's, he, that's the type of, yeah. you know, when he gets to the ground, um, bags up in the right spot, splash the face, five push-ups in the wrong spot, got to have his jumper at the last 30 seconds, things like, jumper. He's got to have number 10, but I'm number 10. So that, that caused a lot of trouble yeah. there for a while. Um, so I'm just going, this is a nightmare. <laughs> this is a nightmare. And plus, we're playing a team um, uh, that we'd never heard some of the names. Like, first time heard Ben Eichen. Who's Ben, ben Eichen? Yeah. You know, went on to a great career and a great bloke. But, but at, at the, the time, time, I didn't yeah. know who he was. So all these guys got to lift up that were barely playing first grade mm. because the Super League War. Hey legends, I hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Would you like to be part of the team? Our sponsorship packages are ready to go from scripted ads to website placement and social media promotions, personal appearances, voice recordings and more. The opportunities are limited only by your imagination. You set the terms. Unfiltered is reaching hundreds of thousands of potential clients every single week. And we can cater to businesses both big and small. We'll work with you to guarantee you get exactly what you want, how you want, and when you want. Packages start from as little as $150. If you're interested in joining our team, go to our website and hit the sponsorship tab at andyraymondunfiltered.com.au.
And we're winning 3-0 a hundred times over. We lose 3-0, Fatty wins, and yep. it's the greatest uh, it's the greatest series win, I think, of all time. Mm. It's just incredible. So that was really tough. Amazing the world we live in in rugby league all these years later. Despite the wild moments, you write a chapter in Mark's book, Spud. Did you give it to him? No, I didn't give it to him. But... Um, only through respect, because he, you know, he doesn't give it to me. I don't, well, mate, we're, that, that all finished. You know, going through the Super League war was a really binding thing. It galvanised yep. all the players because yep. it was so, t- it was tumultuous. It was terrible, mm. you know, and it just went on and on and on. And all the Meanly boys ended up becoming really great mates. Like, I love Beaver and mm. all the boys. Um, so... We're playing for Australia together. Um, we're, we're, we're playing, you know, the Odd Origin game and all yep. the best of it. Um, we've become close. But when I retired, uh, we started getting in contact a little bit. Yep. And over that period from then until now, um, put it this way, um, something happened in my life, whether, you know, mum and dad passed away yep. or um, – Whatever, Spud's one of the first, yeah, he rings. Um, when his father passed away earlier this year, yep. mate, I'm ringing. Um, he, uh, he, he released a book. He said, mate, like you put a chapter in? I said, absolutely. Because um, ultimately at the end of the day, no one really cares about, there's a thousand um, ex-rugby league players running around doing it. all gets forgotten. It all, it's mm. all just a thought from, from the past. But to me and him, we have this own unique view. Mm. You know what it was like, and 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 no one else knows or cares anyway. Yeah. But it's good that you kind of share those mm. memories, and you know you ring up. I might be cooking a barbecue. Spot to ring up. We go, mate. What about these blokes a day? Honestly, what about yeah. this? Or that? So it's really it's turned into a really nice friendship, and um, that's the way you expect it to be, wouldn't you? Absolutely, and that's one of the things I love about rugby league. You mentioned 1995, one of the most famous or infamous Origin series. We'll turn our attention to Game 2. As you said, it was at the MCG. Maybe the wildest of brawls we've ever seen. Take us back there, Chief. Uh, Who, what and why? Okay, mate, tell you the story easy. Fatty Vorton and a few of his Queensland cohorts constructed the whole thing, right? This is the story. Yep. Fatty goes, I told... Or he reckons that he heard from an insider working in the New South Wales camp that in game two, because we lost the first game, the first bloke who says Queenslander, there's a all a God Almighty brawl going out. They're just going to nail you. Yep. And Fatty's gone. He reckons it was a rumor. They made it up. He, I, my 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 view on it is totally fabricated <laughs> by the Queensland boys. They've gone to the team and gone. This is what's going on. Fatty's yep. gone. So when, they, when we call, you know, who's going to be the first one to call Queenslander? And they've all put their hand up. So he's built the whole game on. These guys mm. are going to bung it on. First scrum, first guy says Queenslander. Who's going to say Queenslander? And so they've worked into a frenzy. Mm. We're coming into the game. We're trying to win it and move yeah. on. So it was strange because we're going, <laughs> we're going out of the game at the MCG and um, – it's, which is a great thrill. We played there once before in, I think, in 94, um, the year yep. before. It was wonderful. But <laughs> we're going into the first scrum, they're going, Queenslander, Queenslander. We're all going, these guys are 
please, What's it's happening? a toss-off. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they're all expecting us to get it because all conf- we, had no, we didn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. So they're seeing out Queenslander all the time. And I remember looking at me going, these, these guys are wa- they're, they're wangers. These yeah. calls out the Queenslander call all the time. So eventually, after a while, they that wasn't working. So we went into a scrum. And it just went on. They, it just happened. Yeah. Because when you're so ready for something, you just create it anyway. So, yeah, yeah uh, it's, it, it started up. And, yeah, like all good fights should, it broke up in little fragments, a little piece over there, a little yeah. bit over there. There's a little – I mean, it'd be great commentating. You'd love doing it with yeah. the boxing. There's a, there's, there's, there's something happening everywhere. Um, but it was really weird because the Melbourne crowd, they haven't – or they don't experience that with the AFL. That's right. And it just went all quiet. Mm. And um, they were just sitting there and um, watching what was going on. So when it all finished, it was like, yeah, pretty quiet. It was weird, but yeah, that was that was a, that was um, that was totally fabricated. I believe by the fat man, a genius move. Yeah, because we were getting close to knocking them off, and it totally disrupted mm. the flow and the nature of that game. And <laughs> anyway, I've got to give it. He's, he's a great mate, the fat man, and I've got to give it to him. That was that three nil thing. That's as good as it gets. Is being part of some of these wild moments in rugby league history, is it a badge of honour or is it something you're uncomfortable with and uncomfortable talking about? Um, yeah, I, look, I, I don't, I, no, I don't um, condone um, violence or, or, or... You're not that type of guy, or, no. Or um, go... Um, look, I, I look at... Um, uh, Malcolm Reilly, I suppose. I admire Malcolm Reilly yeah. uh, immensely. Um, he was a genuine, tough human in Ooh, any realm, yeah. any realm. And you ask anyone back in that era uh, about Malcolm mm. Reilly, uh, he, he's, a, he's nature's gentleman. Mm. Uh, but he walks on the line, uh, he, he competes uh, to the best of his advantage uh, and, and gets off. And I, and I think that... Um, all the forwards who played in the rules of yesteryear, um, mm. like I did, you, you just played with full intent to to those uh, rules, mm. um, with no not one ounce of uh, I didn't want to hurt anyone or do anything wrong. I just wanted to to win and and, yep. and play hard. So um, the rules are different now. So when you do look back at some of those things, I can understand people going, "It's not good," but um, uh, no, I don't cringe. Good. Oh, yeah. cringe. No, 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 no way at all. I, I didn't. Um, I yeah, I didn't do anything with any intent at all, mm. uh, except to uh, yeah to do my job, play hard. So no. And in fact, um, I don't say this lightly, but I, uh, there's some things in the new game that that don't fuss me. I think there's been a few too many changes. Yeah. And, and the the non-fighting rule, I, I get it. It's great for junior games that, that it's it's gone, but there is still a place because. From my point of view, I never saw anyone get seriously hurt um, with two blokes just having um, – yep. because you're that buggered. I mean, the, the pace of the game today is mm. so fast. Your heart beats 100 miles an hour. You've got two air swings in you. doesn't hit anyone. Mm. You sorted it out. It's done, and you move on. Uh, the frustrating of you know coming together in a big melee and pulling everyone's jumper, and it just – it just seems to, to continue it on. Yeah. Where, where the other way, the old days, it just happened, finished, and the game settled and got down. Back and to footy. On. Yeah. So I kind of enjoyed that. I fully agree with you, and I think there's no place in the game for the, for the elbows and the stiff arms, the spear tackles, and the stuff that actually hurts people. Yep. But when did we actually see someone 
in the NRL gets seriously injured from a punch. As you said, it's it's oh, mostly mate, air swings. Mate, it's it's rare. Look, even just an introduction back into it, just say, look, you get five minutes. Yep. Yeah, you know, that's in this day and game, um, five minutes with mm. with you know one less player that hurts. Yeah. So you you don't want to give it away lightly. Mm. Like, both years you're gone. Yep. Uh, five minutes, but it's you're not outlanded. You're not you're not banished from the game. Yep. It's just one of those things that look. It's a natural part of a game. We don't condone it. You're going to disadvantage your team by mm. doing it. But you're back on and away you go. That, that'll work. This episode is proudly sponsored by the legends at Hunter Valley Promotions on the web at hunterpromo.com.au. They design, manufacture and ship every type of sport uniform you can think of and then some. Shirts, singlets, shorts for your on-field team or for your business. They pride themselves on the best quality, service and price Australia-wide. I'm not going to BS you. I'll tell you exactly how it is. They are the best. They offer speedy, free designs, no hidden extras and delivered right to your front door. Contact my man, Carpy, at hunterpromo.com.au. Tell him we sent you for an unfiltered deal. That's hunterpromo.com.au. About this time, the game was all over the place. No one knew what was happening or what was going to happen. Looking back, how do you reflect on the Super League war all these years later? Mate, a crying shame. Yep. Um, crying shame. Uh, look, I understand News Limited, they analysed uh, the Eastern Coast of Australia, the number one game at the time was Rugby League. Yep. You know, AFL was in a bit of trouble, if, if anything. Bottom line is, is that we got pulled apart for so long um, and even, you know... Mates, families were arguing against each other. Towns, yeah. towns were split in two. Uh, it was so tumultuous in Newcastle. I mm. can't describe it. It was it was terrible. But on a play level, it was fine. Everyone just picked a side for their own family. Everyone respected you. Do what you got to do your best, and it was all good. But it wasn't as simple as that off the field. Mm. But no, our game, um, and even when um, you know Kerry Packer and 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 Murdoch come together and shook hands, which was very disillusioning for everyone because oh. we just won the, the, the ARL Grand yep. Finals, great grand final, and was looking to really take over. And, you know, we'd staked everything on what we thought was doing the right thing yeah. and so easily crossed hands and, and it's all back. That period, I think, was really damaging for our game because, um, you know, we're negotiating with uh, ourselves for our TV rights Yep. We're basically getting half the amount that um, the AFL's getting. Mm. They're getting double. With that double amount of money from the TV rights, say, for instance, pick an easy figure, it wasn't this, but yep. they're, getting a, they're getting a billion for five years, we're getting 500. Yep. They planted little trees all around the country and they've grown and grown and grown and we're yeah. just ripping ourselves apart still, got no money. It wasn't until we break away from that, mm. um, formed the commission, which is a – you know, work for the AFL um, and is working for us, um, that we've started to, to grow. And luckily yeah. our game can stretch forever, you know, yeah. and pull back into shape. It's such a great visual game. Mm. It's good for TV. But yeah, that's what I think. When I think the Super League war, that's what I think. We, we Rugby League could be the our national juggernaut. It would have been in every state. Yeah. It would have been um, um, so much further down the track uh, than it is now. 
um, it's it's a great shame. Newcastle, the team, the city, the fans, so important through this period, and you knew that. Yeah, well, just by um, just by chance, I suppose that um, News Limited wrapped up the teams that they did. They mm. all wrapped up the teams that did. We we weren't in yet, so it was so close and so pivotal that our hierarchy mm. in the Knights, all the, all the staff, they'd all agreed to News Limited. But they weren't ready to come out yet because they know that Newcastle people are so staunch and, yeah. and ARL loyal. So they're holding their guns. And then at the same time, uh, the New Zealand guys are all coming in ready to sign everyone up. Mm. Um, so I got the phone call first and I went down and spoke to uh, News Limited um, with Lachlan Murdoch and Ken Cowley and, and all those guys. And um, with my brother, who was my, my manager, and, and walked out of that room going, oh, wow, I am absolutely blown out the water. How am I going to tell? Because we were ready to meet um, the ARL guys yeah. next. How am I going to tell them that I'm just sign, I'm going to sign with, with News Limited? It was incredible. Um, the word vision was used about lots yeah. of different things, but yes. they were building a new stadium, um, mm. mate, commentating. Uh, we're doing stuff in America. We'll get you – it was just all pine, you know, just amazing stuff. Yep. Um, the contract, how long it is, everything we're doing, this is a, this is the theme, this is what we're going to – I thought, oh, I, this is like beyond stretching me, yeah. beyond capacity. So I, I remember going down the lift going, how are we going to tell, you know, Arco and John Quayle and, mm. and uh, everyone. And when, I, when, when we got there into the ARL headquarters bunker, it was like a bunker in war. They had like a person would be standing in the middle or sitting and there'd be people around them, like players and players, managers, spreading all the news. There'd be another one, all packed, and they end up waving me and my brother through. And there was like James Packer, Lecky, uh, Gary Burns, um, yeah, Arco, Quayle, Bozo, mm. everyone in, in the room. And I told them what they offered and, and what it was, and they just went, they were shattered. They were shattered because they knew that, um, yeah, at that level they just they, they, they can't com- compete because they've got to keep replicating what I've yep. been offered uh, to, to, to multiple uh, bits and pieces. But after a, uh, an hour, um, you know, where Ken and Qualey are going, mate, look, this, they just want it for the rights. The yep. grassroots stuff's not going to be there. You won't be playing for Australia and you won't be playing for New South Wales. We own all that stuff and you won't mm. be doing this and you won't be doing that. It started going, oh, okay, 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 all right, all right. And then um, with a, a phone call or two to Kerry and a few mm-hmm. other bits and pieces and it all come around, the money became pretty well the same. It was it was exactly the same, to tell you the truth. Um, so I've gone, well, the, there's no difference in money, mm. so that's not the issue. Um, it, it's just, um, you know, come down the law. So then it became quite an easy one for me because I thought, well, what? That's the game and grassroots and what I come through. Why would I walk away? You know. So, um, mm. but let me tell you, fifteen minutes, well, well, an hour and fifteen minutes before I was gone. So, so to all the boys, where the whole club, all the camera boys and the bulldogs and all yep. that, they'll swallow it up in one go. Mate, I would have done exactly the same thing, exactly the same thing. So I think at that time I was the only person who had, who had spoke at high level to both. That was how early in the piece it was. Wow. And I think Ricky Stewart was, just came in um, and was getting um, – was talking to him as well. So okay. Ricky had already spoken to Super League. He came in um, just after, and he would have been another, another mm. one uh, that had spoken to both. So I went back home, 
And I agreed. I said, okay, I'm with you guys. Yep. So I went back home. And I said, I want everyone to have the same opportunity that I did. Speak to both and then, and, and then make your decision. Yep. Because I, you know, I, until I spoke to both, mm. I didn't know what was right. I, I, was relative, I had no relativity to comparing it. Yeah. Um, that wasn't going to happen. News Limited was swamping our boys. It was it was all over. And because the hierarchy had agree, you know pretty well agreed, mm. it was impossible to, to get them to talk or come down. So yep. Bozo and all that um, and Gus were coming up to talk to the boys. It, um, it, it couldn't happen. And the Johnsies were just about to sign up, uh, and a few others had already signed up. So it was like this: um, we're at training, uh, and uh, I said to Mel. Mel really said to me, mate, he said, Bozo and those guys, they, they can't get here. They can't get here. Um, they're just so busy down there. We, we, we can't. He said, well, somehow we've got we've to get to them. We've got to, you got, you know, we've got to get them down there so they can at least talk to them in their thing and then they can come back and do their own thing. Yep. And and so I ring up the hierarchy at the nights and I go, listen, uh, we, we got to, you've got to get us down there. Be fair. Let us, let us hear both sides. Oh, no, no. No, no, they're flying down. Um, the 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 RL guys are getting a chopper. They're going to fly down to see us. We've just been told. So stay put. Do not move. We hope you're enjoying this edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. The Legends series drops at the start of your working week. It's in depth, personal, and highlights some of the game's finest from yesteryear. The weekly wodge drops in time for your weekend. It's full on and the hottest podcast on the market. Why listen to opinions when you can listen to interviews with the stars? And on every episode, you can hear up to a dozen different players and coaches, both past and present, giving their thoughts on the great game. It's fast-paced, full of footy and laughs. It's a must-listen. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. That way, you won't miss a thing. Every episode will drop immediately. Before you go, we'd love a five-star rating and review. It's not for ego, it's for business, as we look to expand the unfiltered brand and bring you more. Make sure you come back soon. Legends. Legends.